And as we eagerly anticipate tonight's game, I want to for a few moments uh, go back, if we can, to a Friday night in Game 4 in Oakland. It was uh, Burlington, Ontario, my hometown, by the way, Burlington, Ontario's Walk Off the Earth that did the uh, national anthem there. And uh, Marshall from the band has been good enough to uh, come in and joins us here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Marshall, nice to see you, and thanks for coming back. Thanks for having me. All right, I want to start at the beginning, if I could, even before the performance from the other night. Uh, I'm just fascinated as to how something like this comes together. Do, yeah. do you guys contact the NBA and go, hey, we'd love to do this? Do the Raptors reach out to you? Uh, how did it all go down? Uh, the Golden State Warriors reached out to us and said, what do you think about you know this? And we said, we think that's amazing. Let's check with our channels. Because we had just come off of, well, we were still on a, the last show of our U.S. tour um, and needed to make sure that the timing worked out and we could get down there. Um, but we said yes pretty quick. Okay, there wasn't any discussion of the band going like, holy crap. <laughs> it's a big moment, right? When you do the anthem for a professional sporting league's final. It is. I mean, I, I'll be honest. Personally, I'm a huge hoops fan. And so when I even got the inkling of being able to be at game four in what might be the last game at Oracle Arena, my immediately immediate answer was, yes, I don't care what I have to sing. I will go. <laughs> <laughs> so you were just totally geeked out. You wanted yeah. to be there. I don't care what the rest of you are doing. I'm going. Yeah, it, it wasn't the Canadian anthem or the honor. It was about basketball for me. But obviously, secondary, the, the rest of the experience is fantastic. Yeah, tell us about the experience. Do they like put you up in a five-star hotel? <laughs> do, do you get tickets for game four, all that stuff? A or, lot of people yeah. have asked that. And, and I mean, I, the best way to explain it is we were the visiting team. Okay. Right. <laughs> so we got the visiting team locker room and we got the visiting team seats. But but Golden State Warriors and, and their, you know, the owners and the team, they took great care of us. Uh, obviously, it's hard to get really nice seats to a game four in the finals. So they took care of us. We had um, great view. And we were on the floor before and after and, and treated, you know, fantastic. What was the atmosphere like uh, being there, actually being there? Both, yeah. uh, you know, just before you did the anthem and throughout the uh, game, was it, was it electric? Energy was, was off the hook. Absolutely crazy. And Oracle Arena, obviously, it's an older arena. And so you can feel everything that's going on in there. And, and those fans are used to winning championships. And when they felt the game wasn't going the right way, they were pissed. And it was loud and there was the like the chance of defense. I've been to a few Raptor games, a couple playoff games, and the chance of defense coming out in the, the Golden State crowd was absolutely, it was really cool to be a part of. The energy was fantastic. During the performance, um, when we were doing the anthem, it, there was just this, this you, you can't even really explain it. There was just this vibe in there that everyone was just so amped and ready, like, okay, we need to get this. So. Well, you say, you know, you're a big sports fan, uh, obviously. So what is it like uh, being part of a band and you're getting set to go out there uh, on stage, center court, and, you know, you mentioned the visiting team. You're the visitors doing the visiting national anthem. Do you guys, like as a band, do you all huddle together just beforehand and, uh, I don't know, do like some sort of pregame ritual like, like the Raptors might? <laughs> <laughs> um, we, we do. We usually have a little pregame talk. Um, I was nervous, honestly, because, and I don't get nervous when I perform, you know, like I can walk on a stage in front of 10,000 people. I, I don't get nervous. I was nervous because I was on a basketball floor, <laughs> you know, I was, <laughs> yeah. I was geeking out. I was nerdy. Um, 
it, it was just really a fantastic experience. Yeah. What'd you think uh, afterwards, uh, the performance? Were you happy with it? Yeah. Yeah. And, and going into it, we knew there would be um, negative comments and critics and, and um, stuff. I think anytime you don't do the anthem exactly how it's supposed to be done when you heard it uh, through the grade school speaker and you stand up and that's how we were all taught yeah, the yeah. anthem. Um, people are always going to have something to say about it. Um, yeah, what do you think about all that? Because there's been so much, I'll call it noise, yeah. uh, around the anthem and everybody, of course, weighing in on uh, social media. I mean, my take is if you're going to hire artists such as yourself yeah. to, to come out and do that, uh, you know, you should expect some sort of artistic interpretation. I mean, if we just wanted, as you say, the anthem like we heard in grade school to come out of the speakers, well, somebody can press play. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're 100% right, and I feel the same way. I mean, um, an artist has to be true to themselves in, 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 at any time in their life. Otherwise, you know, they're, they're, not doing, they're not doing themselves justice and they're not being true to themselves. So if we are asked to do a cover song or if we just do a cover song, we just do it how Walk Off the Earth does it. And, you know, Golden State asked us to do the anthem. We figured they knew what they were getting into, and we're, we're going to do what Walk Off the Earth does. Um, and surprisingly, I've heard a lot of positive comments come from our rendition of it more than I was expecting. You know, like I said, you're, you are expecting to hear negative ones, not necessarily a lot of positive ones. And and people have found, come to be very vocal about how much they really liked it. So that was refreshing. Did you guys all get on Twitter right afterwards when you got your seats and were you checking like uh, the reaction online? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It was there a temptation like to retweet or uh, tweet back at people and you're like, no, just put the phone away. Let's enjoy the game. Enjoy the moment. I quickly concentrated on the game. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Uh, let's talk about uh, you guys in all playing the same instrument at the same time. Because sure. uh, for, for those that don't realize it, you, you've done it for some time now. And you come out with, uh, is there like a technical name for the guitar you, you had? Uh, that one? It's yeah. called a Gitalele. Okay. Uh, no, it's not. No, that's, that's a different one. Okay. It's called the Gaharpalele. Um, so it's so it's a combination guitar, harp, and yeah. And so the top is set up in the the form of a harp, but it's just basically a six string bass, and then it has a guitar and a ukulele, um, and then there's also some percussion things put on the side of it, um, a little calypso type thing, and a, and a sh- not a shaker, but you know, kind of a scratch board. Yeah. How'd you guys start doing that? Uh, what was the genesis of that? Well, this one, we um, teamed up with Blueberry Guitars, and they basically came to us and said, you know, we'd like to do a custom guitar for you. Are you interested? And same thing as the Golden State Warriors. I'm not sure if they knew what they were getting into. Okay. <laughs> um, because it was just constantly this this Frankenstein of, uh, of a guitar, and we just kept adding these little things to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so... But it's amazing how coordinated you've, you've got to be. Or is it any different than really playing as a band with separate instruments? You're all responsible for a certain uh, piece of the music, and you got to hold up your end of the bargain. Just so happens uh, we're, we're all joined uh, by this one. Instrument. Tight quarters. Yeah. You know, it, and it it was difficult at the start. You know, back when we did the Five People on One Guitar, um, the Goatye one originally, to take that live and to be able to start doing that live was really the progression once we were able to do it live then you know this uh gaharpalele is actually easier because instead of all being on one fretboard we now have 
three different fretboards. Okay. Um, so it's actually a lot easier, uh, I guess, <laughs> uh, space-wise, like how much room, how much shoulder and, and arm room you have between the person next to you and, and you the ever part. like Sarah stand in my space exactly Come on. yeah <laughs> exactly there's less uh, arm hair rubbing yeah <laughs> uh, before we leave the uh, national anthem I wanted to ask you did you feel any sort of competition between yourselves and, and Neo who did the American anthem the Star Spangled Banner that night because I was reading this uh, headline and it hadn't occurred to me until I saw this on the weekend that it seems kind of like Canada and the U.S. We're not only battling on the basketball yeah. court, but it's almost like we're we're having a battle of national anthems through this series. Yeah, I read that somewhere as well. Um, well, I'm let's I'm a very competitive person. Mm -hmm. I like to win, um, so I'm glad we didn't have to go up against Metallica. <laughs> I love Neo. I think his his uh, version was fantastic. Like I had goosebumps listening to it. And he and he's a very talented artist. So whether we won or lost, I don't know. But obviously we won, and I like winning. Yeah, we're here with uh, Marshall from Walk Off the Earth. They did the national anthem, of course, for a game four in a Golden State. Listen, we love you guys, and uh, you've been frequent guests with us uh, on the morning show on uh, Global. And uh, I don't think we've seen each other since uh, the death of Mike. Yeah, it's been a bit. Yeah, and uh, just uh, bands are families, and I just wanted to ask you guys, uh, how's the family? How's everybody doing? Uh, you know, it's been a tough year, yeah. obviously. Um, Mike and I were were really good friends, you know, outside of the band as well. We were friends before the before he was in, in Walk Off the Earth, so it, it's hard um, losing a good friend, and then it's also hard losing somebody that you uh, you spend. It's it's a weird way of explaining how much time you spend with somebody unless someone is either a musician or someone that tours mm -hmm. um because you're literally with people for 30 days in a row 24 hours a day you know you're in hotels and you're in the bus and, you, and you're just with these people all the time and, and you're with them more than your family so you become very close with these people and and then for us to um have that happen at the start of the year and and you know, we just finished a U.S. tour, and it's been tough. You know, it's not it's not easy uh, because you're constantly reminded every time you perform that one of your best friends is missing. He's yeah. not. He's supposed to be there. You're used to seeing him beside you. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that because, you know, a couple of years ago, I lost somebody pretty close to me unexpectedly, and uh, it was actually my mentor in this business. And, you know, I still have, it was two years ago, like times where I want to pick up the phone and I want to call Andre. Oh, right. He's not here. Yeah. Yeah. Do, do you still have that kind of going through your mind? Yeah. Um, yeah. I get that feeling on stage now and then, you know, like parts where, um, you know, me and Mike had this one part and, and sing it all away and, and it's, it would be the encore of the set. And I would lean back and, he, and we would do like, you know, where you're leaning shoulder to shoulder against each other and jamming out. Mm-hmm. Um, and you miss those parts, you know, I miss when we we're doing five people, one guitar and he always shaved his arms and he'd had this really rough stubble on his arms and would cut the hell out of, out of my skin on my arm. And I'm like, dude, you're too close. Like move over. Yeah. It's weird having that room now, you know, he's not there. So you miss him and you miss, it's the little things where, um, like I said, your friend's not there. And then also this person that you're, you're used to being with every mm -hmm. day and, and keeping you company on tour and. Yeah, just tell us uh, quickly, if you could, about the tribute concert that happened uh, back in uh, January uh, in the outpouring of love and support. I, I know, Sarah, I remember reading the Times said, you know, music heals. Yeah. And thank God for music and thank God for the music. Yeah. I mean, I've 
I was not expecting, um, first of all, the city of Burlington, but even just the the community of of Canadian music to to just be so amazing, um, and not necessarily step up, but that's not the right term. But you know, to just be there and to to um, to be conscious of of what we were going through and and what a lot of people were going through and. Mike changed uh, a lot of people's hearts in music, and he was also a huge um, person in the community. He coached hockey teams and was involved with music counts, a lot of charities, and, yeah. and and Mike was a very involved person and a great relationship guy. You yeah. know, he he kept the relationships, and when he met someone, he remembered their name, and when he saw them, and he went over, and and he was the same with fans. You know, he went out of his way to to meet people and. And make sure he said hello, and and was never too big or too much for for anybody. Yeah, he, he is missed yeah. without a doubt by so many. Uh, before we let you go, let's talk uh, quickly about uh, you got your own just coming off uh, the U.S. tour with the the band. Yes. Uh, you got your own album coming out. Tell us I about do. That. Yep. So the album's called Layers. It's coming out June twenty first. Um, the band is called Marshall because why not? <laughs> um, and and really, it's just. Uh, it's a project that allowed me to be a little bit more vulnerable, a little bit more alternative and not necessarily right straight down the pop line. Um, and it allowed me to get some music out and in a way that I hadn't before. I'd never produced all my own stuff. Um, so I produced the album on my own and, and co-wrote a couple of songs with one of my good friends, Canadian artist, Jocelyn Alice and wrote the rest of the songs on my own. And, and really just had a chance to to explore a different side. And that's, you know, part of why I called it Layers is it just uh, kind of shows some different layers of, of me as a person and me as a father and me as a as an artist. And and uh, it's it's just cool. It's cool to be able to do. Awesome. Well, good for you again. June 21st, the, the album is out? You got it. Okay. And uh, before we let you go, because you got the inside track, uh, everyone's trying to guess who's going to do the anthem tonight. Do we know who's singing O Canada? I don't. No? I don't know. <laughs> what I know is, and anyone who's listening that has a say in this, is if for some reason we don't pull through tonight, I hope the Toronto Raptors call us because we are obviously good luck and we're happy to do it again. <laughs> At Game 7. If you need us, we're available. Just call us. <laughs> Love it. Marshall from Walk Off the Earth. Good to see you, and thanks for dropping by, my friend. Thanks, brother.